Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thanks for riding along today. October's here, and that means pumpkin patches, hay rides, bonfires, football games, Oktoberfests, the leaves changing and raking leaves, cold mornings and beautiful afternoons, gathering firewood and eating chili, breaking out an old jacket and wearing long pants. I love the autumn, my favorite time of year. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived, there are links to our Facebook page, links to many places you can hear our podcasts, including Twitter, Amazon Music Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. What do you call Coke and Pepsi? Some folks call them soda. Some people call them pop. And some people call them soda pop. I've always referred to that carbonated beverage as pop. There's all different kinds of pops, all different flavors, made all different kinds of ways. Diet, no sugar, low calorie, real sugar, corn syrup, etc., etc. I'm going to give you some of the brand names that we're all pretty much familiar with. And there's no way I can give you all the brand names because there's so many store brands and all this, but I think I've got a pretty good little list here. Let's try it out here. We'll start with Coca-Cola. There's Coke, Cherry Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, Fanta, Boggs Root Beer, Tab. Remember Tab? I don't think Tab exists anymore. If I remember right, it was maybe the very first diet soft drink there was. It came out about the same time as Mountain Dew came out. I was maybe about 10 years old, 12 possibly. Then we have Pepsi, Diet Pepsi of course, Mountain Dew we talked about, Sierra Mist, 7-Up, Mug Root Beer. We have Dr. Pepper, Diet Dr. Pepper, then Diet Dr. Pepper with Cherry, Squirt, Orange Crush, A&W Root Beer, Sunkist, Canada Dry Ginger Ale, Royal Crown Cola, Diet Right, Hires Root Beer. I used to go to the soda fountain and get cherry cokes, chocolate cokes, didn't like vanilla cokes. You can go to the theater or different fast food restaurants anymore and there's pop dispensers there that you can make cherry cokes, etc. About any flavor you want. Orange Coke? Go ahead, go for it. Lime Coke? Sure, why not? Lemon Pepsi, etc., etc., yada, yada, yada. Right? Right. There are different offbeat brands also, like Lost Trail Root Beer, Cheerwine, Knee High. I speak about Grape Knee High, but they have different flavors of Knee High also. Mr. Pib, Fresca, Big Red. Cream soda, which is one of my favorites, and that comes in many, many different brands. I usually drink the A&W cream soda, but that's just because it's handy and it's there. I do like cream soda. Mellow Yellow. When I was a kid, you could find this pretty easily. Sarsaparilla, or Sarsaparilla, however you want to pronounce it. Always reminded me of root beer, and it always reminded me of those old westerns. Standing there at the bar. Everyone's drinking a shot of whiskey, and I order a sarsaparilla. Make that a double. Well, my dad's dad, 
my grandpa. I always called him by name Grandpa. His name was Earl. My cousins called him Pop. They always lived by him and were a lot more familiar with him, where we saw him once or twice a year at the very most. So it was always Grandma and Grandpa, but to my cousins, they were called Pop and Nan. My Grandpa Earl was the nicest man I ever knew. I knew some nice old men, but he was the best. But I knew Dutch and Mr. Young and my wife's grandpa. They were all nice old men. I hope someday somebody somewhere says that I was a very nice old man. I think that's a high compliment, and I give the highest compliment to those four men, especially my grandpa. So let me call him Pop as I refer to him here. Pop had a barber shop back in Nebraska and later a grocery store. That must be where my dad learned his trade of being a grocer, was working for my grandpa. He also owned a farm up in Nebraska. He came from Indiana, moved to Nebraska, and later moved to New Mexico. In between Nebraska and New Mexico, though, he had a little store up in Alpine, California, fairly close, I believe, to San Diego kind of up in the mountains there, the hills. I don't remember it all, but I've seen pictures and heard stories. He was always there with a smile on his face, glad that you could come see him, or happy as a lark that he could travel the 10-hour drive to come and visit you. He lived to be 92. My grandma, his wife, lived to be 96. So he was always old. I remember him always being old. We went down to New Mexico for their 50th wedding anniversary. and By golly, if he didn't have a heart attack right there as they were celebrating. Kind of put a little damper on the party, but he was okay. And old Doc Short came and checked him out and told him, Earl, you need to take a nap. You should go to the hospital. And, but I don't think my grandpa did. I think Pop just said, no, all these people are dependent on me. He always had heart attacks all his life little history of some heart problems there, but he did not die of a heart attack. He must have been a tough old badger. I have some very fond memories of him, even though I didn't know him very well. As I said, he was the nicest old man I ever knew. When I do the segment called Kate's General Store, a lot of my characters there are named after people in my life. Pop on Kate's General Store obviously is named after my grandpa. But I have others. I have Mrs. Dumas, who is Pop's kind of girlfriend there in the story. And she owned the Trail Riders Motel back when I was a boy. And I'd carry her groceries down to the motel a couple times a week. She'd call the order in. i take them down there. She always tipped me a dime. It must have made a lasting impression because I can remember that lady tipping me a dime, being so nice to me. Jim and Sam and Bud, who frequent Apple's Cafe, and Apple's Cafe is named after a cafe there in my hometown, Bob and Kelly's. It wasn't called Apple's Cafe, but I think the sign had a picture of an apple on it. That's how I remember it anyway. So I have Jim and Sam and Bud waiting for Pop to drink coffee there at Apple's Cafe, and Jim and Sam were my uncles, and Bud was a man I worked for there, working for the town, my hometown. Jerry, who's Homer's best friend, 
He's kind of a hybrid between two Jerry's in my life. A man that was the mayor and my teacher Betty Joe's husband of back home. And a friend of mine here that died way too young. Ron, who was a Vietnam vet. I remember an honor, a classmate of mine. The first person I ever knew that was killed in Vietnam. Horace, the guy that finally got a tractor and never says a word on the show, is a hybrid between two Horaces in my life. One was an old man. He lived out by my dad's farm, and he'd always walk to town with a big backpack, got supplies, walked home. All of us locals always would stop and give Horace a ride. The other was a man that lived in a town 10 miles away that really was a legend in skiing and a pioneer in that sport. He hardly ever said a word, was quite the artist and a kind, gentle man. Homer was an uncle of mine. I think it was my grandpa, pop, brother. And of course, Gator Earl. I just couldn't let that Earl name slip by without honoring him Case General Store. Of course, now we've started a new segment called Forky and Earl. You see, my grandpa's name was Earl, and my dad's middle name was Earl. And my middle name is Earl. I guess that's why I always bug pregnant ladies to name their child Earl. I just threw the gator in for good measure. There are people in your past that I know you always wish you would have said more to them, or been nicer to them, or showed them a little more respect instead of just taking them for granted. This is my way of honoring folks. Every once in a while, I'll give them a place in my little radio show. It's not much, but it's the best I can do. Some of the advertising jingles and sayings back in the day for Coke. It's the real thing. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Remember that? They actually made that advertisement, that song. It was such a hit. They changed it later without the Coke part in it, and it was the top 40 song. The Pepsi Generation. I'm a pepper for Dr. Pepper. Give me a do or Yahoo Mountain Dew. Me and my RC. And the last one, 7-Up, the Uncola. Coca-Cola had a six and a half ounce bottle about the 1920s on into the 1950s. 7-Up's bottle was seven ounce. So they're little things and they're very, very popular. Sold for a nickel. Then in the later part of the 1950s, Pepsi-Cola came out with a 12 ounce size, a bottle. And it sold for a nickel. Coke had a scramble. Everyone thought they were going to go broke. But everyone thought they were going to go broke when they did away with the old recipe and brought out new Coke. Remember that? It was really a disaster. I remember trying it, and I really thought that it tasted more like Pepsi than Coke. Now, I'm not a soda pop aficionado, but I can tell the difference when I drink one out of the can and the other out of the can, but I can't tell much of a difference on a fountain drink if it's Pepsi or Coke. You know how you order a Coke at the restaurant and the waitress says, would Pepsi be okay? And you always say, yeah, sure. So I could never tell the difference. They used to be transported in big wooden boxes, a flat box with partitions for each bottle so the bottles wouldn't clang against each other. 
I think I have one of those very things out in my barn. They're considered antiques anymore. They were heavier than how they do it today. I don't even know how they do it today. I think it's a plastic deal. But you don't see the glass bottles anymore either. I was in the grocery store the other day and you know all the rage right now is Mexican Coke. I think it's probably made with real sugar or something. But those come in glass bottles. But you're going to get a plastic bottle or an aluminum can. Just the way it is. I always thought that glass bottles got colder than the plastic ones. But what do I know now? You can get those two liter bottles. Do you remember when those came out? I don't like them because by the time I'm down to the last glassful, pop is flat. I want that pop to, when you pour it in a glass, I want to bubble up so much, you get a head on it that's going to go over the top of the glass. Pour it, you can hear it going into the glass. And that carbonated water and sparkling bubbles popping all over the place. Microscopic bubbles popping. Tiny bubbles. Well, my time is coming to an end. I've really worked up a thirst. I think I might go get me a soda pop. Or like an old timer would always say, a soda pop. I do call it pop, though. I know if you're in places back east or wherever, it's called soda. But to me, a soda is you go to a soda fountain and they put in ice cream and carbonated water and maybe it's chocolate syrup. To me, that's a soda. And a Coca-Cola's a pop. Apparently down south, all soda pop is called Coca-Cola's. I want a Coca-Cola. Yes, I'd like to have a Pepsi Coca-Cola, please. Or whatever. Now, I'm not an expert on this. I just have some relatives that live in the south. And I pick up bits and pieces from wherever I am and wherever I go. Pass it on to you. And even once in a while, I research it a little. So enjoy the autumn. It's a beautiful time of year. Whatever you do in life, try to enjoy it. I don't care if it's 100 degrees out or 30 below. Enjoy your time here on Earth. It's very fleeting. And if you live as long as me, one of the most precious things you have are memories. So make one more memory happen. Always be kind. It's a wonderful way to live your life. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.